Hi, everyone. Mitch from PickDogs.com here with Joe Madden. It is Monday, March 14, 2022, here with your live show. We're live seven days a week, 365 days a year. We do not take days off. Um, we have no excuses. I actually did take a couple days off. Um, <laughs> it was the first time in 15 years I took days off. And I didn't really, it wasn't really take off. I just took off from being on camera. I was still, yeah. still here. Um, but anyways, that really doesn't matter. But it's little bit of a light schedule today which is works out well because we did not do a bracket selection show yesterday yeah. you know i was looking around the internet i saw other people doing their 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 bracket shows and bracket reactions and everything like that and i just was like it's like i don't know it it just it's such a turn off to me the people that jump on board all of a sudden right the people that make like one video a day and then all of a sudden here they're oh i'm mr march madness i'm mr college basketball or the guys that don't even talk about college basketball to talk about like who the hell even knows what they're talking about and then all of a sudden they're the bracket experts you know and it's like i mean we've covered i mean we've been covering these teams for years and this yeah. season i mean you know not only did we have we covered these teams, you know, we've we've given them nicknames and you know made fun of them and and also you know embraced them, you know, all season long and and you know we know these guys. It's not like you know there's no mystery teams in the tournament for us. You know, there's no oh man, who's this? You know, there's not any yeah. of those in there. In fact, you know, we're more surprised that Georgia State is a 16. You know, than anything. Yeah. I thought that. Um, you know, when I, when I, when I heard the brackets and, you know, I actually wasn't home when it was, okay. I was watching the, you know, I watched the games on my iPad yesterday from the golf course, like I said, I was going to do. And then on the way home, um, I listened to the bracket show through, um, the radio on Sirius and, um, yeah, it was just, just mystified. And I think the guys on that show that I was listening to, it's on that, it's a four letter TV network that's, you know, the biggest sports yep. network in the U.S., whatever. It's those guys. It was their <laughs> show. And um, I think they were as mystified as I was by some of the selections and by some of the things that the committee said. And I think it kind of just reminds us that the NCAA is really not all there. It's like we look at them at these as these um, guys that are kind of like, you know, we've trusted in them. But the older we get, we the, the more we realize, you know, they're like us. It's like when I was 28 years old, like the like our YouTube commenters, right? It's like, yeah. I thought I knew everything, you know? Now, it's like I realize I know less and less every single day, you know? And it's like, sure. you know, and I think that the NCAA, it's like as you, as you get older, your heroes and the people that you look up to, you start to see their flaws too. And um, I think the NCAA is just so flawed. I mean, I think what we saw from that from this bracket selection, not only with you know who got in, but the seedings and the matchups and everything. That yeah, it's going to be a great tournament. It always is, right? It's always is. But it's like, you know, how is Michigan a first round bye, and Indiana has to play in the play in? They disc. They absolutely discounted conference tournament play. All the way around. Wow. Baylor, who we love, Baylor, yeah. who we love, is the number one seed. It's like, these guys took an early exit. If you're going to make Baylor number one, then why wouldn't you make Auburn a number one? Oh, absolutely. You know, it's like, yeah. or, you know, or Kentucky. It's like all of those teams. I think, um, 
I think that, you know, ten, Tennessee too low, I, I think that's like a minor issue here, you know. I think when you, you know, so Richmond, they said, Richmond winning that game bumped Dayton is what okay. happened. Um, I don't know. It's like, I just don't, I don't see it, you know. It's like, yeah. I, I, I thought SMU deserved to be in over Michigan. I just don't, I, I still don't understand Michigan. People will say, oh, you bash Michigan all the time. Well, let's look at it, you know? And they said that Oklahoma and Texas A&M, and Oklahoma, I think we can make an argument. And I think even Iowa State, we could have made an argument why they shouldn't yeah. be in, you know, which I think they're the most overrated team in the tournament. But I think when we look at Oklahoma, they said, you know, their excuse on Oklahoma, which is fine with me, because I didn't think Oklahoma deserved to be in either. I didn't even I didn't even understand why they were in the discussion, to be honest with you. And, you know, they had a bunch of quad one opportunities and did not take advantage of those. And they said the same thing with Texas A&M, who did not take advantage of those. But I'll tell you what, they had a hell of a run in the SEC tournament. So they did win a bunch of quad one games, but they totally discounted all of those. They were just like, well, those quad one games don't count. They're like, well, they went 0-8 over one stretch of the season, which they did. Well, they did, but got to look at that recency as well. I don't understand it. Yeah, they just they, they totally wiped it out. So I don't usually sit here and talk about my tweets too much, but I sent out a tweet this morning that was just really came from the heart, and it's like, and, and this is something to ask yourself. Um how many college basketball players are sitting out the postseason? You know, even the ones, say the ones that went to the NIT. How many of these guys are sitting out? Xavier should not have been in. Xavier, Xavier should not have been in. They needed to win in the conference tournament. Yeah. They did not win. Xavier had some bad losses, too, down the stretch. The team that should have been out was Michigan. Yeah. I don't understand it. And it's like they're comfortably in, which is oh, yeah. ridiculous. I don't see it. I, I I don't know what I'm missing there. I would love to have them explain it to me. And how Indiana is playing, who, you know, I think Indiana was borderline, you know, to get in as well. I'm not saying like that they deserved like, you know, these huge accolades, but Michigan they beat Buffalo, Prairie View, A&M, lost to Seton Hall, lost to Arizona, lost to North Carolina. Every tournament team that they played, they lost. The only tournament team they beat was San Diego State. UCF, Rutgers, lost, lost, lost. Illinois, lost. They beat Maryland, they beat Indiana, they beat Northwestern, Michigan State, lost. Purdue, lost again. Purdue, win over Purdue. So they have one win over Purdue with... One, so they wins over Purdue and San Diego State. So we'll go over the, with them against tournament teams. Okay, yeah. zero and one Seton Hall, zero and two Arizona, zero and three North Carolina, one and three with San Diego State, one and four Rutgers, one and five Illinois, two and five Indiana, two and six Michigan State, two and seven with a loss to Purdue. Three and seven with a win over Purdue. Three and eight with a with a loss to Ohio State. Four and eight with a win over Iowa. Four and nine with a loss to Wisconsin. Five and nine with a win over Rutgers. Five and ten 
with a loss to Illinois. Six and ten with a Mich- win over Michigan State. Six and eleven against Iowa. S- seven, seven and twelve. Se- so seven and thirteen versus tournament teams. That is wow. your resume. So I guess it's those seven yeah. wins really counted. Ohio so. State, um, Michigan State. Rutgers, Purdue, Iowa. I don't know. But the losses to the non-tournament teams like Minnesota and UCF didn't cost them. They suck, yeah. man. That this is yeah. I mean, I don't know. Anyways, how many college basketball players are sitting out? I'm so guessing I'm, zero. Yeah, zero. Yeah. Working on my NBA career. How many? Zero. Right? Yeah. NIT or um, NCAA tournament. Zero. Yep. Zero. You gotta love that. Well, it's, right? it's the way it's it's the way it's always been. Yeah. They've never sat out until recent years, and it's like it's because of the playoff that they sit. It makes the bowls meaningless. So if you're gonna make them meaningless, then have a real playoff. Every other level of every other sport, including football. At other levels of, of college football, Division two, Division three, one AA, they all have playoffs. The only college sport that does not have a playoff or tournament is Division one college football. The big, their biggest sport. <laughs> Makes no sense. Well, because they're Why? so because they because the conferences have tie-ins with these bowl games, so that okay. like they get paid that you know all these teams getting in if there's a playoff. All these teams aren't going to get in. So they're not going to get so so there's a chance that they wouldn't get paid off, but there's a way that they could do it that they would, you know? Yeah. And there's still be, you know, a, the, if there's a college football playoff, more than likely there would be an NIT for college football. Which would make sense. Right? Yeah, of course it makes sense. It totally makes sense. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it is. Bastards. <laughs> We should write them an email. Tom Brady's coming back. Yeah, are you excited for that? It just it's it's weird. It's not it's not like we it's not like he missed anything. No, <laughs> right? It, he just likes the drama of it all. I don't know. He quit when the season was over. Right? Yeah. It wasn't like a new season started and he came back in the middle of the season or anything like that. So he didn't actually go anywhere. Yeah. Right. He didn't actually. What did he do? He he moved his gym shoes out of the locker. Is that what happened there? I'm sure like all that stuff was like stuff he didn't even care about. He just probably just I'm left it there. It's Tom Brady. Sure, he didn't yeah. take anything. I'm sure right? it was team property, half of it. I got two theories behind this. Either Giselle was driving him crazy, or he was driving her crazy, or he just likes the drama and wanted to take. Um, well, Mahomes got married this weekend, right? I don't know. Once, yeah, Mahomes got married to. Uh, his lovely wife. And so I think Tom Brady won the spotlight. Like Mahomes is getting a spotlight for a weekend. Mm. And it's bracket uh, selection Sunday. Kind of interesting. I don't think so. I think he just likes to compete and he had nowhere else to go. I really think that's what it's, true. it's like he wasn't ready to become a tournament pickleball player. You know, he's just not ready for it. And it's like we see a lot of players in, in sports hang on, you know, for that next year. And we saw we've seen Brady deteriorate a little bit over the years. Yeah. He still, you know, he still can make a lot of the throws and he still has those games and, and all that stuff. But he also, you know, those those 
playoff losses, the playoff losses this year, and even the regular season losses that he had, um, we saw it. You know, we saw that he doesn't quite have it. You know, the balls float a little bit, not all the time. You know, but more than more than they used to. And um, yeah. you know, generally for the players like this, it ends ugly. Well, yeah, look at Peyton Manning, right? Goes to Denver. He just had the worst time there. Yeah. Right? He I mean, he won the Super Bowl. Down. Yeah. I think he won the Super Bowl, but he didn't, you know, he, he was passing for 100 yards a game at that point. Yeah. To me, it's just when I was a kid, there was a guy that hung on. It was Ken Rosewall in tennis. And he hung on and hung on. And it was kind of like the people that had remembered him as this great tennis player. He was just this guy that was nothing, you know? And then... You know, we see it in golf, you know, like Arnold Palmer, you know, there was a whole generation like my generation that we never really saw him at his, the height of his career. All we saw was this old guy that, you know, kind of hung around. It's like, yeah, if you went back and, you know, you took the time to sit, you said, wow, Arnold freaking Palmer, you know, but it's like, you know, it's like Muhammad Ali. If all you ever saw was the Larry Holmes fight, you know, at the end of his career, you know, those fights at the end of his career and you never saw the greatness. And I think so that, go ahead, go, go, no, I interrupted you. Go ahead. No, I was just saying that, you know, it's like, you know, at a certain point, it's like, you know, Jack Nicholas said, you know, when he was going to retire and he wasn't going to play on the PGA tour anymore, he's just said, I'm going to play until I can't compete. He's like, if I'm not competitive anymore, yeah, I'm not going to do it. He's like, if I feel I can compete, I'm going to do it. He says, if not, I'm not going to take the spot of a guy that can. He's like, and I'm not going to sit here and, and have people remember me as a guy that, you know, just got slaughtered by these young guys. Mm-hmm. He's like, but if I can compete, I'm going to stay. And he did compete, you know, and he stayed for a while. But he didn't, he never hung on, you know. And Which is a better way to go out, do you think? On top. I agree. You go out on top, you know. Yeah. You go out on top, the the big joke, the big whatever, you leave it. That's it. I'm not. Absolutely, out. I agree. Go I out. don't think it's good to go out as um, the player that stayed in too long, for sure. Have you heard anything on Gronk? I don't know if Gronk will return or not. I didn't. I don't think he ever officially said he was done with the box. I know he wanted to play only if Brady was there. So I think he did say sure. he was done. I did think he? he? I think he did. Okay. But was he done because Brady was done? No, I think he. I think he's been done. You know, he oh, was yeah, done. Sure. He was done. Like he had already retired. Yeah, and he had already retired and come back. Yeah. So, I don't. I don't think that he has like, you know, as good of a time in Tampa. He caught some passes. He did that, but I don't think he had as good a time in Tampa as Tom Brady did. No, absolutely not. So there's been a lot of movement. Um, what do you think of Russell Wilson in Denver? I think they gave up a lot. Yeah, way too much. I you know, agree. that's a, that's a we got to win now. You know, because yeah. he's not he's not a spring chicken anymore either, and he plays How that. How old m- is Russell Wilson now? He's got to be. He played a full four years of college, so he had to be in his 22 something when he came out. He's 10 years in. So he's got to be 32 is my guess. 32, 33. He's 33. Yeah. yeah. 33. That'd be my guess. Is that, that is what he is. Yeah. 33. Yeah. So it's like he, you know, but if you're Tom Brady, he's got 10 more years. Right. But it's like, yeah. but Russell Wilson plays a little different style. 
Oh, he does. You know, than Tom Brady. I worry about he him. has a he has a he has a better arm than Tom Brady too. But that's beside yeah. the point. Oh, he absolutely does. He just I don't know. There's something about his style that I don't love, and I don't see it being good in Denver. They asked Gronk who he'd play for. He said Joe Burrow. Well, I got news oh, for wow. you. I got news for you. <laughs> the Bengals are not going to pay him enough money to keep him interested in that. Believe no. me, that'll go right out the window. Because yeah. the Bengals, not known for opening up the checkbook. <laughs> no. Look at his offensive line still, the poor guy. I really hope that they draft and get someone strong on that offensive line for him. That kid can't keep getting hit that way. Well, I mean, when it's the NFL is tough, tough business. You know, it's like yeah. we're starting, you know, this is what we see in the NFL all the time is that these guys sa- sign these ridiculous contracts. And then, you know, a year or two later, it comes to these cut days. And these are the guys that are getting cut because they signed those ridiculous contracts, not because their skill set's not there. I thought the Amari Cooper was the, one of the worst contracts ever at the time it was signed. I'm not saying that he's yeah. one of the worst wide receiver. I'm just saying he's not one of the best. And $20 million per, well, that's a lot. It's a lot of che- cheddar, as they say, right? That's what the, the kids call it. How do you think he will do with the Browns? Terrible. I mean, he's got Baker Mayfield, you know, who's yeah. been terrible. I mean, Odell Beckham Jr., can basically we saw, right, can catch anything remotely close, made Matthew Stafford look good. Um, yeah. He he couldn't do anything there. So I can't imagine that Amari Cooper, you know, who's a, a pure, you know, speed receiver, is going to do, you know, anything more. No, it's, it's going to be hard. I, I have no faith in Baker Mayfield. And then we have Wentz going to um, – the Washington football team, the Commanders now. Commanders, right? Yes. Stupid name. Stupid name. Hate it. Anyway. Hate it. Well, now now they're called the Commanders, and they've got Wentz. Like, I was really getting behind that team. I liked them a lot, but can't anymore. I liked Eskimos. I'll be honest with you. Yeah. I thought Eskimos was a good name. call them the Eskimos anyway. Yeah, of course. They are the <laughs> Eskimos. Like, don't you know their name is the Commanders? Yeah, we do. It's the Eskimos. It. I, don't, I don't understand why they didn't go with Eskimos. It didn't. Doesn't make a lot of sense. I don't know. If there can be Utah Jazz, there sure as heck can be Washington Eskimos. True. Let's take a quick look at the NBA today. Got a bunch of games. I only put one pick in as a premium pick, but I think I might add one or two. Okay. I'm still on the fence with these. Got the Cavaliers taking on the Clippers. We got the Hawks and the Blazers. Got the Sixers and the Nuggets and the Thunder Buddies against the Hornets. You know, the Thunder Buddies last night looked like they were in trouble, you know, and they came back and, you know, found the back door. I knew they would because we were just getting pummeled on the show. People are like, you guys are such idiots. Do you know how many injuries they have? Right? Oh, you did the whole speech about the books now. Oh, I was like, they're going to cover. 100% they're covering now. I think it was right. Sean Murphy that even went at us with the injury thing yeah. on that. Yeah. So. <laughs> it was. It was one of those ones where I was like, when I first looked at the line, I was like, it's too many points. I'll take the Thunder. Not like 100% confident in it, but there was no way I could get on the other side with that many points against a Thunder team that's been covering. And then as soon as those comments started coming in about those injuries, I was like, 100% Mitch, we got this. Got it. 
So how about, how about this Nuggets line dropping down to plus two and a half? You think it's because people saw the betting tools were all over the Nuggets? I think so. I think right? that's what it is, too. <laughs> I definitely do. I think people are getting onto these tools. You know, we did that um, two-team parlay on Instagram yesterday from the betting tools. Hit beautifully. I can't remember. Who, who was it? I got it on my notes here. It was um, the Pistons plus the points and the Mavs plus the points. So I think ten dollars paid out like thirty six or something. Yeah, and the um the nice lot the seven free picks all off the betting tools um, seventeen and four the last wow. three days. Yeah. Wow! So killing it with the betting tools. So I'm adding a betting tool show. Joe and I were talking about it before here. It's going to probably be around five fifteen Eastern time. It's going to be a very quick show. Um, there will be time for question and answer during it, possibly. If that happens, if that's something that you guys want to do more of, we'll have to move the show closer to 5 o'clock Eastern time in order to fit in the premium VIP. But um, I'm going to do a betting tool show, and every day I'm just going to use three betting tools and just give out three random picks from the betting tools using three different betting tools every day. We're just going to use the betting tools, figure out a bet on it, and um, just use it, whether it be streak, parlay, whatever. We'll just figure it out. We'll just do three picks every day from the betting tools using different ones. And you guys will probably on the screen be able to see other bets that are available and other stuff. Yeah. And if you go to the betting tools, of course, you can see them there, which is the best way to do it. You think I'm doing too much of a hard push on these betting tools? Um, no, not at all. I think you are giving so much for free, especially with these betting tools, and people need to realize they can utilize these. I think the reason why I'm giving the hard push on the betting tools is that I just think that they're so good, and I just think that you know, on the website themselves, on the website itself, outside of a tab on there, we don't, we haven't really done a lot to um, make yeah. people aware that they exist. So it's like I feel like on these videos and on the live shows that I'm able to to tell people about it, and it's like. The whole idea is to get people to try them out and let us know what they think. And it's like this way we can tweak them and do that sort of stuff before the masses grab on and say, hey, this is, you know, whatever. But I think they've been pretty well received and it's because they're delivering a lot of winners. Absolutely, they are. And the amount, the wealth of information and um, when to stay off the game too, Mitch, is when I love it too. Because you're looking at something, you're on something, and then you check those betting tools, and when there's a really positive um, reason for the other team, it's put me off a couple, and it's cost me, um, or it's made me not lose a couple of uh, my premiums there, for sure. Because then I've just stayed off the game. They're not, um, they're not 100%, and that's for no. sure. You know, they're not 100%. But they're also, um, they're also, like, you know, there's a lot of different ways to use them too. So it's like mm -hmm. you can use them to just, you know, like on the seven free picks, I generally just use the streaks and, you know, maybe some of the stuff from the parlays. I'll just extract something from that. But there's all sorts of other stuff on there. And that's why I want to do the betting tool show where I can just, you know, go over three tools every day, kind of just even if I'm just glossing over them, it'll make yeah. people aware of them and they'll be able to check those things out. So I think I'll probably start that later on today um, at about 5 o'clock, 5.15. Okay. And um, I know there's the premium VIP is going to be a combo in the morning because there's not a lot there. So I'll have time to do it this afternoon for sure. Nice. 
that way you can gauge how long you need as well too much yeah the time changes the time changes got me nailed right now so i'm still trying to figure it all out it always does yeah it's super confusing because our time doesn't change so are we thinking of moving the show back the half an hour i've considered moving it back a half hour or even an hour okay so we'll have to the way works for me we'll have to figure it out yeah. Generally, we need to sleep at some point in life. Yeah, we've we've had we what we usually have done in the past is move it back to 1030 a.m. Eastern time. OK, this is what we've done in the past. And then on the weekend, still go at 10 because those shows are longer. Yeah. OK, so looking at these games, um, Looking at the under between the Clippers and the Cavs, these two teams play strong to that under when competing against each other. Seven and three to the under in the last 10 meetings in Cleveland. I just think with both of these defenses being strong, we go under this to 11 and a half. I'm then looking at the Trailblazers plus the points. I'm... I'm on the fence with this one. I don't absolutely love it. I think the Trailblazers normally play the Hawks tight. Um... But the offense of the Hawks is so strong. So I think safer way to take this is the over because if the Trailblazers keep up, stay competitive in this one, we definitely get over that 230 and a half. And I do like it better than taking the Pacers plus or the Trailblazers plus the points. I just it's so many here for the Hawks to cover. If one thing goes wrong, they don't get the cover. But um, give me the over. And then I'm with you. Those Nuggets should be able to get it done. And then the Hornets and the Thunder. I'm going to go over with that one, too. I like how both these teams are playing offensively. And we look at the uh, Oklahoma City Thunder, and they are defensively just giving up a bit too many points for this one not to go over for me. How about you, Mitch? I like um, I like almost all the dogs today You know, is where I'm at. but. Yeah want to um i want to look at something real quick because there's some discussion about some line moves in the um in the chat here so i think the first thing that you have to do um when when you see line moves you just come right over here to the to the betting tools and you just click on key injuries right here it's the it's this one there's two ways to get to injuries you can go here or you can go here under players. Either one will default. It defaults directly to injuries when you go here. But then you can go to the top performance and player player props. So when you see the lines drop, you can see Zach Levine is day-to-day with a knee. So likely he's not going to go. And that's why that line mm-hmm. is dropping. Yeah. This was updated three hours ago. And these are just those of you that, um, you know, that haven't seen this yet. We don't just put injury reports out there like some of the other sites out there. Um, we tell you when it was last updated. So this it doesn't update on a... A lot of the sites use it, what's called a caching system. And I, this might be a little too technical beyond what you guys really want, want to understand, um, what you want to understand, but it is what it is. And um, the way that that works is that when you update the sites like this with mass amounts of data... It's a heavy, um, we know that Levine's been day-to-day for a week. Yeah. Um, anyways, we have, um, 
like a jerk. Yeah, I was uh, <laughs> was catching up on those comments going, okay, what the heck is happening in our chat? Yeah, I love our community, but sometimes we get these people in here that just want to stir the pot, I think, and but, create drama within the chat, and I don't understand it. Yeah, but anyways, it says updated three hours ago. And, um, you know, so as these, as the updates come out, it will, this will update and it updates right away. But what I was saying is that the other sites, they don't do that that way because what they use is a caching system. So it updates like the, like the system is set to update like every hour on the hour, every 15 minutes on the 15 minute mark, ours updates live. And you're going to see that with our live betting tools that come out shortly you'll see that that ours are different, you know, and it's part of super proud of the betting tools. <laughs> I'm so excited for them, especially these uh, live betting tools that are coming out, Mitch. I can't wait. Yeah. I th we, I that I was a degenerate before. I can't even imagine when we got the tools for live betting. Well, I, what I'm, what I, what my vision is, is that during our halftime shows yeah. is that we could have like just us like we, like that, you know, but with yeah. the screen, with all of the live betting stuff, going on around us on while oh, we're yeah. on the screen, you know, doing the halftime shows and, you know, during March Madness and during everything else, if we can get it out fast enough. Yeah. Um, we generally don't do halftimes the opening round, but um, we, we usually do it final four and finals for, okay. for March Madness. Yeah. But we'll have to see, you know, we might do second, uh, not second round, but um the second weekend it's hard the opening weekend because the games are not going to the half at the same time yeah and you know the the next weekend they're really not either but the elite the elite eight the final four and of course the final they all they there's only one game at a time during those perfect so that that we can do it but anyways i wanted to go unless you zap that person i want to zap them myself I don't understand. Yeah, I, I don't get it. It's like, let's go on the show and let's do something. It's like, it's not funny. It's like, it's what does a coach stupid. Do? It's an extra. Yeah, it really is. Someone once told me, it's like, it, it's. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Super disrespectful. Absolutely. You know, it's like, it's okay to disagree, but, um, you know, you could say why you disagree or whatever, but it's like, I'm not going to take, you know, <laughs> someone being, you know, someone being super disrespectful, you know, it's like, who the hell do you think you are? Well, exactly. You know? Right. Anyways, let's get back to business here. <laughs> Let me look at these well, I can't wait for those live betting tools, Mitch. I'm super excited for it. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. So I'll, hopefully, I have an update. Well, I don't have a meeting this week, but I can ask yep. um, in the <laughs> in our chat what's up with those. Okay. Because they said they were coming out soon. But um, yeah, I like the Clippers here. I like the Blazers. I like the Nuggets and the Thunder. So I like all four dogs. Nice. Uh, we got the uh, Spurs and the Timberwolves. The Warriors against the Wizards. We've got the Kings and the Bulls with that big line drop. Um, I saw five and a half last night. I'm seeing three and a half now. Um, Jazz, Bucks, and Lakers, Raptors. 
Okay, whenever I see the Lakers now, I just want to auto-fade them. They've just been terrible as of late. Two, six, and one against the spread the last nine games overall. I got a lean towards the Raptors here. Just a lean, though, you guys. This line looks a little odd to me. Um, but the Raptors have dominated in L.A. going 10-1 and one against the spread in the last 11 meetings. I'm also liking the under between the Bucks and the Jazz. I think this is going to be a battle. And I think this line looks a little inflated for how good both the, these defenses are. So I'm going to go under on that one. And then I think I'm going to ride with the Timberwolves laying the four points here. I just think they're playing too strong at the moment. I don't want to step in front of them for a Spurs team that is not good as a home underdog. One in seven against the spread in their last eight games as a home underdog. What do you like in these ones, Mitch? Um, let's see. I like the Jazz. A lot against the Bucks, just because a lot of comments about the Bucks in the, in the YouTube, and I like the Spurs here against the Timberwolves. Just, Spurs, just this is their spot. The Lakers too. I like the Lakers here against the Raptors. Second leg of back to back. That's that me so dirty. <laughs> Damn Lakers. <laughs> it's like well. Not a place you really want to be with your money. I'm looking at the parlay I sent yesterday. Who won the, um, what was the score of the Toronto-Buffalo game? Um, let me just see. I sent out a parlay yesterday. I didn't get any negative hate mail, so. Um, Buffalo won it, 5-2. to two. All right. So. I was watching that one. I knew they were up. All right, well, that game we got wrong. The Maple Leafs just, I don't know. They failed in the third period. It was a beautiful game that was outside, Mitch. It was um, very cold looking, though. Where was it at? It was in Buffalo. Big outdoor rink. It looked phenomenal. They had uh, some girl singing at half, and I don't know who she was. She was wearing pink. That a lot of fire going up around her. Pretty hmm. entertaining. Hmm. I think Rod Zawacki should be at every outdoor hockey game. He just looks like the type of guy that should just be at the, at the game outdoors. <laughs> Maybe. He just seems like it to me. It's like, it's like, I've oh, never outdoor, to an outdoor hockey game. Outdoor hockey game? Yeah, bumped into Rod Zawacki there. No surprise. <laughs> it's like, it just seems like, right? Yeah. It's like the outdoor hockey game guy. Yeah, those professional ones would be cool to see outdoors. I don't think I've ever, like... I don't think Calgary's played an outdoor one here. They said the game was in heard. Hamilton. Oh, it was in Hamilton? Which okay. is like south of Toronto, right? Yeah. Huh. Just goes to show you how cold it can be in south Toronto in March. Oh, yeah. It looked freezing. God, freezing. I got so sunburned. Can you guys see it? And can you see it? I got, Can't tell today. I got just crisped. But yesterday, I had so <laughs> much sunscreen on Two days ago, I just got roasted. I've had two sunburns in my whole life. I don't uh, traditionally burn. The first time I went back to Australia after living here for uh, five years, I had like this tiny little patch on my shoulder, like the size of um, a quarter, Canadian quarter. And I was like, what the heck is that? It was like peeling. It's like, oh, it's a burn. So, Yikes. Yeah, first time ever. I hadn't played golf in... You know, since September, so it was it was definitely a hit and miss round. It was, you know, Kapalua is a tough course for first round back, 
But yeah. I had a couple of shots that were just, you know, just epic. I think it's because I was too, too stupid to, you know, because I hadn't played, too stupid to realize that, you know, they weren't really high percentage shots. I hit a fairway wood out of a bunker, 180 yards. I was two feet from the pin for birdie. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was blind shot. It was like, because my friend David's like, I'll watch the ball. I'm like, just watch the hole because that's where the ball's going. And I hit it, and it was like two feet from the hole. And then um, I had another one where I was 240 from the green on a par four. 590-yard par four or 490-yard par four or something. It's 240. I didn't hit. I hit. The, my drive was good, but it wasn't really good. You know, it's kind of like I didn't get all of it. It's kind of got a little bit of roll, but only went like 250 yards on that hole, which was a, lot, a decent drive for me, but it's like not on that hole because it's like it's set up, you know, to be longer than that. And I, I hit a three-wood from 241, and I mean, stiff. Just cracked it. How long did uh, the course take? It took us about four hours to get around. Okay. You know, it's just nice. we we got paired up with two other guys, and um, it was fun. You know, so we had a good time. It was um, David's like he's the type of guy that he kind of knows everybody. Yeah. You know, it's like one of the guys from Tulsa. David knew like everybody that he knew in Tulsa. It's like David's like a, he is a he is a good guy, and you know he's he's a great guy, and that's why like he knows everybody. You know, nice. it's like, it's like, I wonder, you know, I wonder if Tiger Woods is going to be playing soon. He's like, yeah, let's call him and find out. You know, he's that guy, you know, it's like, all right, let's call him and see if when he's playing. It's like, he does it. Like it. Yep. That's awesome. You guys going to play golf again soon? Um, yeah, he's here until the 27th. Okay. So. He's here with his family. He's got like his. He wants to buy a house here, but his wife um, doesn't want to because he plays golf every day. It's funny because like a Kapalua, <laughs> a Kapalua. If you're a resident of Maui, you pay 125 bucks. If you're yeah. a non-resident, it's 380. So like Ooh, I get ouch. the I get to throw that in David's face the whole the, the whole round. You know, so he's paying 380. <laughs> but the thing is, he doesn't care. He plays every day there. You know, it's like. He's there for, you know, whatever. It's like, just put me down for four grand worth of golf or whatever. Oh. More than that. What a beautiful looking course so much. Oh, it's spectacular. Wow. The plantation the, the plantation course at Kapalua is just, I mean, it's breathtaking. And when you see the pros play there, and it's like, you see the way that you play the course compared to them, it's kind of like, how is that even possible? <laughs> the ninth hole is so hard. It's so yeah. difficult. And I see the pros, like, just... They're on in two. It's like, how is that even physically possible? It's like, wow. I don't know. If I'm on in three on that hole, it's like, it's a huge win. Yeah. The fact that I was on in two and 17, you know, yesterday with that 241 yard three wood was amazing for me. <laughs> well, good for you. I got to learn how to play golf. Yeah. Really do. It, it's all going backwards is not good. Well, normally I get normally I play by myself. You know, I don't play with okay. groups. Yeah. What else we got? Anything else? I mean, we're gonna do combo premium VIP. Yeah. We've gone over all the games. Um, yeah. I think it was I think it was okay. You know, for not playing in 
in a long time, but I definitely had some, had some, I probably had like, I think I had probably eight or nine pars, a birdie and like all the rest were highs, high scores and lost balls. You know, it was like, it was pretty much all of those. I hit a sand shot off the signature hole at 12. Um, the one where I've shown you guys the picture of me at Kapalua, um, coming out of the bunker over Honolulu Bay. I think I hit one into Honolulu Bay yesterday. <laughs> Can't, I came out of the bunker. I hit it then, and the ball just went. Just gone, hey? John Mack, first eagle. Nice. Love eagle. Was it a hole out, or was it a uh, on and two and putt? I, was, I have to know. I have to know. What is an eagle, Mitch? I don't know what So that on means. a par four, getting home in two, or on a par yeah. five, getting home in three? Okay. Wow. Yeah. So Impressive. most eagles are on a short par five, and making the putt. Um, yeah. I've only had in my life, I think two of those, one or two of those eagles that way, but I've had probably 15 eagles. I'm yeah. a whole louder, you know, like I throw darts. So it's like I have <laughs> par five, home and three. Chip in or putt? See, I, when, when I, I have chipped in a bunch of those. But, what does um, chip in mean? It means like when you're off the green. Oh, okay. When you're off the green. Par five, home and three. Yeah, that's where most of them take place. The the eagles on the par fours are the fun ones. And the ball just like, gets up there. Well, they're all fun. You know, but it's like you're on there and the ball just disappears and it's kind of like, I think it went in the hole. <laughs> I've never had a hole in one, but I've wow. had a bunch of hole outs. A bunch. It's I have a I have a really good short game because my other game is not that good. Put it in long drive. Chip, wow! Long a chip on a par five. Must wow. play the must play the, the shorter tees. Not playing the golds like I have to play. It's like, that's that's the worst <laughs> thing too. It's like I'm you know I haven't played in six months. You know all the way back. I have to play all the way back. It's like not fun. It's like on a super long course like that, five thousand yards or whatever it was. How long is that? Stupid Kapalua. <laughs> How long is Kapalua golf course? It's like six million yards. It's like, I mean, they literally have, like, the par fours are like 490. It's like, I just, I can't physically hit the ball that far. How long is Kapalua golf course? 7,596 yards. But wide fairways and generous greens make it very playable for the average golfer. Yeah, it's playable, but it's also, you know, super tough. It's par 73. It's got only three par threes. Wow. Oh, yeah. It's, it's one nasty bitch. Sounds like it. Yep. Known for its 17th hole. That's the one that I that I was on into with that thing. Oh, the Bay Course is known for its 17th. Oh, that's because that's the ocean. It's like right in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. It's so cool. Oh, that'd be gorgeous. Beautiful. Anyways, we're just talking about nothing at this point. Joe, you got a parlay for everyone? Oh, yeah. I guess we better give out a parlay. Be good. Um, Let's roll with the over between the Hawks and the Blazers. The LA Clippers plus the points. And then give me 
the under between the Jazz and the Bucks. All right. What do you like? I don't know yet. I'm going to go right here. Do mine. Let's go to the tools. Best parlay. I've got the... Uh, this game is tomorrow, so I can't have this one. There we go. I have... Over 21 and a half in this tennis match between players I can't pronounce. <laughs> Got uh, Dimitriov. Oh, that's Tuesday also. Gotta take the There we go. I've got uh, over 21 and a half in Paoloni versus Golubic. And then I've got the Utah Jazz on the money line and Dart plus four and a half versus Keys. Ten bucks pays one fifty four forty three. Okay. Yeah, it just it happened that easy. What league do Dart and Keys play in? WTA Women's Tennis Association. Okay. Yeah, I got three women's tennis matches and a, and a basketball. We could always take tennis out of the equation. Just, yeah. just do a four teamer this way. Or, but then, I think there's just no, not enough hockey. So let's see if we can do. No, something. there's not. Just why a isn't uh, Here we tennis go. a little bit bigger in North America? It's huge, like in Australia. It used to My be. My brother goes it, to matches all the time. It used to be back in the day. Tennis was really big. Anyways, this takes um, Utah Jazz money line, Nuggets plus the points, Warriors minus the points, and the under in the Clippers Cavs. Ten bucks pays one thirty nine. 28. Nice. Yep. Keep it simple. <laughs> Thanks everyone for joining us. Um, we didn't really have a heck of a lot to, uh, as far as picks to give out today, but tomorrow we're back in form with a um, ton of college basketball, just for NBA tomorrow, but I think probably a ton of NHL. Maybe we'll start doing NHL on here. I don't know. Yeah, we most definitely can. You can go pucking crazy with Joe, though, in the afternoons. She's only got one game today to work with. So, <laughs> gonna be pucking crazy over there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even gonna say it. <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure if Tony Brown's gonna come on or not today. So, discuss that game with me. All right, <laughs> sounds like good times. <laughs> Tony Brown is like, I like uh, you can always do a lot of props, though. Yeah, we can do props, team totals. Um, yeah, it's gonna. We can still break that show down or that game down. Yeah, you can just head right yeah. over here. Players, NHL. Let's see, what we got. Or there, I wonder if there even is any props today. Nope, not yet. NHL, the props seem to come out late. Okay. For NBA, they come out earlier. See, look at all the NBA ones. There's tons. We're going to have way more than this soon. Very soon. That'll be the next thing you guys will see. Way more soon. Yeah, it's going to be great. It's going to be awesome. All right. Thanks, everyone, for joining us. Have Make it a winning day. We appreciate y'all.